Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life, actually, you're doing great, sweetie. well and we've already screwed it up but hi everyone it's mel and josie and there's a third person with us today there is a third person that's why we're we're already fucking up we're already don't know what we're doing (laughs) it's already confusing (laughs) um so our third person is co-founder of health and wellness app keep it cleaner laura henshaw hi i love this this is exactly what happens when (laughs) steph and i start podcasts so I feel it like honestly it's like every single time we cannot nail like a hello a single hello and this is our work. third podcast together so that doesn't bode well at all but I'm glad to hear that you and Steph are also like this Laura yeah, that absolutely. makes me feel better and we never know to say because we usually record in the morning and we so we'll say yeah. good morning but obviously that's not great for the audience because they could be listening yeah. every time <laughs> Anyway, you're like, no, not good morning. It's 9 p.m. That's so true. I feel like I'm going to be really self-conscious about that now. Yeah. (laughs) About the time of day. We were doing like stale references for Mm, ages. So mm -hmm. we'd be like, oh, my God, this thing that just happened. And we were talking about this thing. It was like three weeks later. Like 35 new cases today. Oh, my God. And then we released it and there were like Mm. 400 cases. So... Don't talk about the news. Mm. But, I mean, I guess we can-ish because that is topical for this week. It is topical for this mm. week. Um, but not that Laura – Laura actually did not ask us to plug Keep It Cleaner, but I'm going to anyway because I've actually been using it in lockdown. I didn't even tell you this, but I started using it um, in lockdown and I'm, like, obsessed with it and I'm obsessed specifically with this one recipe. It's not the halloumi chicken bake, I which I know so everyone – often. Someone literally just messaged me about the halloumi chicken bake, like unsolicited, not knowing that you were coming on the podcast. And I'm like, okay, I'll make the halloumi chicken bake. No, it's the it's the turmeric red curry. Oh my god, oh, yes, yum. that was my old. That was. I mean, I still love it, but last year I made that like four times a week, literally. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I need to move on. Yeah. It's like you get to this point where you're like, okay, that's too much turmeric yes. for my body. I don't think. <laughs> I am doing the same thing and I it's really funny because my boyfriend makes a really good green curry and so when I was like oh I'm gonna make this turmeric red curry he was like oh really? oh no you stepped into <laughs> his curry lane I know and he was just what really a like no-no. he was being real like um like passag about it like it wasn't gonna be good because it couldn't possibly be <laughs> and when he tried it he did that whole like like really delayed yeah. like yeah, it's fine. It's fine, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> he and, then I, and then I noticed it all just disappeared. Yeah, really he, cl- like he cleaned the bowl out. My friend, I told her that Laura was going to be on the podcast this week. My friend Al, shout out to her. She was like, oh, my God, can you please tell her that I'm making her frittata every week? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not going to tell her that. And here I am telling you that she makes oh, her frittata every week. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Did she people message it. you just being like, I made this thing like six times a week. 
<laughs> but I'm like, thank goodness, because imagine if you tried it, there's nothing worse than trying a recipe and mm. then it doesn't work. You waste ingredients, yes, you waste your time, time, and then you have a bad dinner. And especially in lockdown, like it's the one thing you look forward to. Yes. It's like a good dinner. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm not ruining your dinners. No, <laughs> you've improved you my week. Me know. <laughs> I've improved my week. But I also really like, I actually really like the fitness stuff. And I have to say, I went, I had like one week where I was like, killing it like fucking killing it with doing workouts and then I just sort of and I bought a kettlebell for myself amazing which target apparently everyone is buying the target and Kmart Mm. kettlebells and I was actually in like hard lockdown for that week because um Tom's work got pinged and we got put into 14 day and then thank god like released after about five I think they'd like you know worked out that he was a casual contact in the end but I had this Kmart order to pick up and my sister had to go get it and she goes, the poor lady. <laughs> it's like every order was kettlebells. And yeah, like, of wait. course. <laughs> this woman just goes to her, I just need you to pick it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't carry another one. Oh, my God. The OH&S hassles <laughs> Kmart will be having right now with everyone. And mine was just like around. a little baby, like oh, 10 yes. kilo or something. It wasn't like a crazy one. And like I'm imagining people buying not just the kettlebell but like weights and then more yeah. weights. And anyway. <laughs> <laughs> very funny, but they're very good. Um, if anyone hasn't given it a crack, is it a week? The free trial? Yeah, one week. One week free trial, yeah. and you get recipes. And then I don't know why I'm telling everyone about your <laughs> app. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, I really like you. that there's like fitness little like there's shorter sort of workouts, and then there's longer ones. But then they all kind of and correct me if I'm wrong, like around the 20 30 minute marks so it's not yes. this like chaotic amount of time mm. like you know when you look at a workout and you're like I can't do 60 minutes of exercise right now I don't have the capacity but they're really like nice and concise and very effective so yeah thanks for my abs at the moment <laughs> well thanks Mel that's um that's really nice I appreciate it and yeah they're quick 20 to 30 minutes that's a max because it's enough that's all you need to do yeah yeah which is Love good. That. People think mm. they need to work out forever, but you don't. 20 minutes and you Absolutely can get Mel's not. abs. <laughs> I'm not showing anyone my abs. <laughs> no photos of abs going on Instagram or in the group, guys. Just know that I have them. <laughs> um, but we're actually not going to talk about health stuff today. We are actually talking about COVID, what an exciting topic. Don't we all just love we're, we're definitely not talking about this every day of our lives. Oh God. I'm so over it today too. <laughs> I know, like... same. I'm like really today was not a good day for I don't well, this is actually we're only a week in advance, right? Yes. So this will only be a week's worth of stale references to COVID. Yes. <laughs> yes. But we had like four hundred and God knows what cases in New South Wales. You guys mm. had we had our yet yeah, 22, but we're going back into today two weeks of hard lockdown. Mm. So curfew. we have a curfew mm-hmm. again, yeah. 9 p.m. And what else? Now you're you're not allowed to. I think there was a pub crawl, like an active one on the weekend. Yeah. So now you you have to have a mask on while you're drinking alcohol, <laughs> which I if you're outside, which I think just means you don't drink alcohol outside. <laughs> it's also just such a funny specific rule, isn't it? <laughs> But yes, that was announced in Melbourne today. And we've been in lockdown now for, we were in a one, no longer, one and a half week lockdown. Mm. We came out for about six days and then we came straight back in and we've been in this one now for about a week and a half. So now it'll be about a month for us. And it's just like that snip snap. 
thing going on as well, yes. which is hard. Because I think we ch- – we're like, I mean, this is our second proper lockdown um, and it's just continued, which has oh, been – Oh, you guys, it's so hard. It's shit, but it's yeah. like I, I, do, I do feel – I think I feel more in a way for people where it's, yeah, like you come out you're of it out, and you're, you're back in. into it. It's curfew. You know. We're back. It's, yeah. yeah. If, I feel like Melbourne's getting jerked around a bit and it sucks. Plus yeah. everything that you guys went through last year. So it's just shit. It was a shitty day. There were a bunch of deaths as well. Yeah. There's other shit happening in the world. And yes. now we're going to talk more about COVID and how it affects, <laughs> yes. how it affects our lives. Yes. <laughs> But we're specifically talking about COVID disappointments mm. um, because you have had a whole stream of them around the same thing, <laughs> haven't you? Yes. So, uh, well, I mean, the biggest COVID disappointment, obviously with work, it's been impossible to plan. I mean, you guys mm. would know with events, we just, mm. we've just, I mean, we, it's so funny with Kik, we had an, a Perth event on the 28th of August that we were like, oh, <laughs> let's just hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not going to happen. So anyway, we've had to, we've had to postpone all our Kik events for kind of for the, the time being, but um Last year, I mean, where the biggest, I suppose, postponement I've had is our wedding. Mm. So we're on date number four, which is in November, which we thought in November it would be 100% (laughs) fine. Like, no way. And now I'm like, we literally, my partner and I, where we haven't gone back to the planning and our poor stylist, like, she's like, Laura, like, can we confirm? And I'm like, oh, I just, it's so hard to go back into it now because I'm, you know, maybe 80% sure in my head, it'll probably be cancelled. And the first few were okay. But the last one, when we got cancelled, it was in Melbourne when we had, and it was the only lockdown that we have had that lasted the duration that was first put to us. So it was the five day snap lockdown in Feb. And we went in on the Friday and so then we cancelled everything because our wedding was a week later because every lockdown in Melbourne goes for at least three times the first, you know, the, the time yeah. they say. And also for like all the, the poor florists and the, all the, you know, the company that where the food was being made, all of that stuff, they just can't go and get everything because then if it gets cancelled, it's such a waste. Mm. So we cancelled it. And then on the Thursday, we came out of lockdown. Oh, no. And everyone was messaging me, oh, my God, are you putting it back on? I'm like, no, you can't put put it back back on on in two days. (laughs) Just like snappy fingers. Oh, it was a disaster. (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, that was was number three. Now we're on number four. Um, And, yeah, let's, you know, maybe November. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) We'll see. Oh, God. But it's shit because I feel like it's hard to cancel a thing that you're looking forward to and something that you plan for and like you prep for such a long time for I feel like everyone's first cancellations were probably the worst like did you feel like the first cancellation was the hardest I think actually it was the third because the other ones we had more notice for and we hadn't not committed. Of course I'm committed to getting married. <laughs> but we, we kind of, I, we, I suck at life admin. Like work admin, fine. Life admin, my life is a disaster. So we <laughs> finally decided to like actually plan it. Like everyone around us was like, you need to do these things. You're not going to have a wedding. There's going to be no one there. You haven't sent your invitations out. So we did all, and I honestly, if it was up to me, our wedding would have been a Facebook page. But everyone told me I had to send out these invites. Oh so I went and got these fancy invites, you know, sent them around and yeah. then literally no joke they arrived and then it was like cancelled 
You could so, have done the Facebook yeah. thing. Just do that. I, I, know. I always want to see it like Laura and Dalton's like wedding fiesta. <laughs> 100%. But yeah, it was the time when we really committed that then it was sh- shit because, you know, yeah. we were so close. But anyway, and it's hard. Um, it's like you, you don't want to get too sad about it because people have missed out on worse things. Yeah. But that's the shitty thing, I think, is that, you know, we almost like you're going through something hor- awful, like missing a kind of a milestone. Like I I have been lucky. I've ne- My birthdays have fallen outside of lockdown so far. But my dad's 70th is coming up in a couple of weeks and it's, like, almost certainly not going to be happening. And we were going to do a massive party and, you know, like, do, like, a big thing for him. And it's kind of the thing, like, with those milestone birthdays, for example, where you you can't really postpone it. Like, you could. Obviously you could and people would still celebrate. But it they, it gets postponed, like, from friends of mine that had 30th that they had to postpone. It's kind of like you get to this point where you're like, oh, fuck it, it's just been and gone. Yeah. Like, I can't be bothered now. You lose the, like, vibe, the vibe of the thing. Yeah. Because you're then like, you feel- oh, I'm, like, 30 and a half now. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's been basically 31 now. But, yeah, like, I think it's this weird kind of guilt. It's like you're going through something really awful because it is – awful to have like disappointment is a shitty feeling especially when it's something Mm. you've been looking forward to um but then you also have the added feeling like you're not allowed to be Mm. upset about something so inverted commas trivial because you know well you have your health and people are dying and you're not and all of those things but I feel like yes you can be upset like you can voice those feelings and 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 feel them and not add more burden to your life by feeling guilty on top of it you know yeah, 100%. I um, it's, it's one of those things that, and especially last year, and obviously with social media, it's hard as well because you have to be so cautious with what you said. And so I didn't really show much of my disappointment about the wedding on social media because mm. I feel like you, and, and I, I get it, I completely get why, but you have to, obviously you have to preface everything like, I'm so grateful for my health. I'm so grateful to have, you know, a home where I'm, I'm safe at home and, and I've got food and things, but I'm really sad that my wedding's cancelled. And you're right, it makes it seem so trivial that you almost feel silly saying it but something Mm. that helped me last year a little bit was thinking that you know in the world there's always going to be people that are better off than you and people that are worse off than you and Mm. so if you live your whole life never ever ever being able to because everything's relative be sad or you know be really happy because even just say you get an amazing promotion at work if you think and compare yourself to people that are doing, you know, better than you in your career, then you're never going to be happy because you'd mm. be like, oh, well, I'm, I, well, I haven't got their job yet, so it's not even good. And I, it works the same way with, I suppose, negative situations as well. So I think that was something that I tried to keep telling myself, you know, it's all relative. And I think especially now that we're back in this, even if nothing has been cancelled, it still sucks and you still feel so sad. And like last year, I'm usually a super motivated person, but I had days when I was like, I, like I'm not, I don't have depression, but I was like, is this, is this what it kind of feels like? Yeah. Like there's no hope, there's no motivation. And mm. that sucks too. And like there was people that, you know, nothing really got cancelled and they might have still had their jobs, but it still sucks. And it's, if you don't validate those feelings, then you just get really confused. And I feel like you feel even more lost than, than we already do in lockdown. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I actually had a bit of that today. I feel like I've dealt with it all pretty well. But today everything just got on top of me. I actually messaged mm. Mel because we were going to record at lunchtime as well. I was like, something has to come off the plate here because I'm yeah. just like, I just got super overwhelmed. And because you go through it being like, oh, I'm not allowed to be sad. I've got to be upbeat because everyone's healthy and 
all mm. my parents are getting vaccinated. I'm all my parents. I only have two parents. Julian's parents, my parents. <laughs> everyone's getting vaccinated. They're healthy, great. But some days it's like nothing even really happened. But I was just mm. like, I can't deal with this today. Like I think it was just that the news was so bleak and there seemed mm. to be no end in sight. And it's just like like where's the end of this? I think that's mm. when it's really hard to just put on a brave face and deal. And and sometimes I think, Mel, you had a really good point because we talked about this a bit in another episode, but it's that whole first world problems thing in inverted commas. But Mel, you said they're still your problems. Like you're still allowed to have them and feel them and grieve things like having to cancel your wedding, you're on date number four. Like you're allowed to grieve that lost time. And I think it's sad that people think that they can't be disappointed about quote unquote trivial things because it's still something that's important to you and COVID has taken so much from so many people and yes there are people's lives that are being taken but there's also just I don't know it's like imagine a few years ago thinking I can't just get married when I want to Mm -hmm. like just that almost human right of being able to do that it's just wild it's something that we've never come across in a country like a fortunate country like ours where we have so many freedoms suddenly we can't go to the pub or we can in melbourne but we have to wear a face mask yeah it's so hard to fathom and it's a lot it's a real a lot for everyone to handle i think in a short amount of time and i think also it's like minimizing your issues like there's okay there's like a difference between obviously like keeping things in perspective but at the same time I'm allowed to cry for seven days about it if I want to mm-hmm. and I'm allowed to feel that and and I think it actually doesn't help anybody when we minimise our problems and go, oh, but the other people are struggling more than mm-hmm. me. It actually doesn't, like that doesn't what magically fix people that are dying or fix the COVID issue. It's just making you feel shittier. If you care about that stuff, that's like it's good to care about that stuff but you know, doing something actively about it, you know, donating, um, you know, spreading awareness around things like vaccines and stuff. That's good stuff that you can do to help the wider problem. But that still means that you're allowed to have your own emotions and feelings and express them and, and let them out. And like you said, I felt the same, Laura, like sometimes I just feel this real flatness. And I think sometimes it's when I'm not dealing with the fact that I could just keep running on this high frequency pace, which mm. it was actually the first episode of this podcast was about this, about like running on this level from like before COVID. And I wasn't dealing with any of the like, you know, real issues of just day in, day out, same thing. Like literally all we do here is like go for our walk and mm-hmm. like look at our red curry. <laughs> <laughs> our stupid little walks. <laughs> Watch like TV and then it does get to this point where you're like, I just want to like see a friend or like mm. see my parents and, you know, do something different. And, um, yeah, if you don't address that and like let yourself feel those things I do think that you slide into that kind of weird depression-esque place where you're experiencing some of the feelings of depression a hundred percent and I think the hardest thing and I mean Melbourne's probably entering this territory now but I know you guys are definitely in it in Sydney is you lose hope Mm. and I think hope is something that we don't think about at all until it's not there Mm. and when you there's not the hardest thing with COVID is, and obviously even the government can't predict when we're going to come out of lockdown because 
they just don't know. And so there's, and I remember last year in Melbourne, when I look back on that calendar thing, when it shows when Melbourne was in lockdown, I think we're in lockdown the second time for three months Mm. and in kind of towards the second and, and ours was, I mean, I think most of the time was pretty strict. And I mean, even having, having the 8 p.m., it's actually gone up an hour this year. Oh. Now now it's nine. <laughs> a little before treat. it was 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah. But having, even though I don't go, you couldn't go anywhere anyway at that time. But knowing that I couldn't, yes. just, I don't know, just yeah. this extra kind of, oh, we're, we're locked. Mm. And so there was the, kind of the end of the second month where there was literally no hope. And also, so, you know, we got to 700 cases. You got to this point where it was like our lockdowns, you know, another two weeks, another two weeks, another two weeks. And there was no hope. There was, at least now there's a vaccine at that time time there was no mm. vaccine and it was like when are we getting out of this mm. and then if we do what what is out you know what do we have to look forward to we can't make any plans in pen like booking a holiday is <laughs> obviously it's something again that's super super privileged to be able to book a holiday but you everyone's kind of talking about it as you just can only pencil things in because yeah. and that's what life is really in 2020 and 2021 you can't pen anything into your diary it's all maybe mm-hmm. um, because you know you don't want to get let down and and it's just it's it's hard to live like that for so long mm. yeah with like nothing to look forward to like, yeah because that's so much yeah. of the hope isn't it is the looking forward to things yeah. like i think we've stopped we don't remember that like we really do live in this kind of way where i mean we should probably all be a bit more like present time right like (laughs) i think generally most like my psychologist constantly tells me to like focus on the now mel but like really we live from like you know cool thing that's coming up to cool thing that's coming up and so it's like oh yeah sick i've got this nt trip on the on the cards i'm going to be going to darwin that's exciting that's in three months oh my wedding's in like nine my wedding i'm not getting married (laughs) you're being laura this is you being laura (laughs) i'm being laura i'm mixing laura with me i put my northern territory trip in with her wedding what shall i add from you josie oh my baby's second birthday who cares about the baby i just want to go watch the fucking football (laughs) footy the footy game that's coming up whatever it is the footy something you know and and you've got all these highlights in your life that are coming up and so when you can't actually have them Mm. it's sort of like what do you have you obviously have a lot but it's a big change for us right Mm. 100% and then Mondays I find Mondays are the hardest because I mean I'm very happy to be talking to you guys now (laughs) I was just thinking I'm like this Monday has been a lovely Monday but (laughs) you get to the week so you start Monday and you know it's another week you have to get through Mm -hmm. in lockdown Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that and I think the other thing is a lot of people think oh I might not like my job anymore there's something like last year literally I had moments where I was like that's it I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I mm. I don't have any skill sets. I need to go back to uni. I need to do another degree. I'm not challenging myself, but also what am I doing? And it was it wasn't my job that was the the problem. It was just this unknown feeling and this demotivating feeling. But yeah. getting to and so I think it's you know it's okay if you get to because I know people always say like if you don't like Monday, whatever this the Instagram quote is like if you get to Monday and you don't you know you're not excited like it's not your problem it's your job so like, oh yeah no whatever. <laughs> I really quoted that bad. <laughs> that is not the quote, but something like that. And it's like, yeah, this morning I was like, God, like I, I love what I do, but I was like, oh, and now we have to get through another week. Yeah, it's lockdown. like a slog at the moment. Yeah, I feel like you start putting that magnifying glass on like different parts of your life. So, Laura, you're mm-hmm. saying you did it on your job and. <laughs> Last week, I was just like, I hate my bedroom. I've never done any decorating in my bedroom. I deserve to have a nice bedroom. And I was like, literally like on Friday, like refreshing, refreshing. As soon as I got paid, I was like, rug, bedspread, 
cushions, like silly <laughs> little cushions. <laughs> All silly little cushions for my bed because my room sucks. <laughs> it was just Julia and my partner was like, whoa, okay, yep, I like that. Yep, that's nice too. Off you go. <laughs> like he didn't want to get in my way because that was my thing. Like my room sucks and that just copped it. And next week it'll be my job sucks. <laughs> and then next week my skin sucks. My face yeah. sucks. My life sucks. <laughs> it is hard. And I do think like, you know, it's, I think it's good to have those little projects, but I do think that, yeah, it's almost like you get too introspective because mm-hmm. you have too much time on your hands. Yeah. And, and too I much time have... in your own head. Yeah. yeah. You don't need, you do, we do not need to spend this much time <laughs> with our own thoughts. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it would be so much harder. Like I, so last lockdown for Sydney, I was living with my parents. This time I'm living with my partner and even like today he started work. So he actually worked, he's, he's a nurse, so he's out of the house most days right um but most days he leaves really early in the morning and he's back by like three and so he's usually here around like dinner time and whatever and it was weird because today he's today he's not home till late and he doesn't usually have that shift and so I was alone I'm not only alone for like this is what I mean is like this is my problems guys okay because I can hear people living alone screaming at their radios right now but like I was home I've been home what for like like eight hours on my own and I'm not I'm not like an alone-ish person like I definitely like being around people and being connected and it you just get into this weird shitty feeling place where you just feel a bit like off Mm. and and almost a bit anxious and I think exactly what you were saying about the curfew I feel like you were saying this Josie as well is that claustrophobic feeling Mm -hmm. of like I've got nothing I can do right now. I'd gone for my walk, my big walk, so I didn't want to walk anymore. I've done 10,000 steps. I'm tired. I don't want to do any more walking. And I was like, I don't need to cook yet because the meal I'm making tonight is, like, quick. And so I was like, what am I fucking going to do in this time? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I have to record this, so it was great. It really, like, (laughs) landed perfectly. But, like, you know, those those periods of time where you're just – and I I do really feel for people living alone through this because – that stretches so much more and it's easy to just feel that anxiety, like claustrophobic feeling, I guess, of just being inside and just not having plans. And not having like the permission to just go and do normal things. I feel like we're all that like Kath and Kim meme where she's like really bored, she has nothing to do and she like dusts the TV with her hand. (laughs) That's us right now. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) straightening the the blinds because there's nothing to do I actually have a kid so I constantly have something to do (laughs) people keep going oh it's the weekends are the worst because it's just like there's nothing to do and it just stretches on I'm like really (laughs) take my child I'm like here's a thought I've got something for you to do entertain a toddler for two days straight (laughs) while your partner's at work (laughs) you have to tell Laura about your Christmas advent calendar for entertainment purposes oh my god yes i should start buying things for it that's a project for me to do my mom when i was growing up made us an advent calendar that was a little present every single day because she's a psychopath and (laughs) i have inherited that festive fuckwit gene that's what i call it um and rosa was not even one for Christmas last year, first Christmas, and I was like, okay, I'm just – mum said you have to do it. I did it for you. And I was like, mum, I was three months old because my birthday is September. <laughs> I was like, I was three months old. What did you buy me? She's like, oh, you know, little socks. So she said socks <laughs> and I got socks in my head. So I went and bought 24 presents for Rosa and I bought her heaps of socks. 
she, I thought she wouldn't even really know like what was happening, but she started to figure out, oh, in this paper is something fun. I think the first few days I gave her little toys. So she started to be like, yay, but then the socks started. And, she was just, and I started filming it every day and she would cry when she opened the socks and I put them on her feet. I actually have a whole highlight on my Instagram. If you want to relive it, I go oh and relive God, it sometimes. It. Yeah, I relive it sometimes just for the serotonin. I'm like, this is pure joy. But it was it's also so hell. Because I bought so the many socks. presents. I bought like eight pairs of socks because that's what mum said she got me. But I was only three months old. So I was just like, potato. But I will be doing it again this year and she'll be nearly two. So I feel like... You've got to bring the socks back at least once, though. Yes, but I I definitely need to up my game, but socks have to be a part of it because she actually loves socks now. So maybe I've, you know, created a monster. Now she, like, insists on (laughs) choosing her own socks. (laughs) You'll condition her to think Christmas is, like, a sock thing, like Santa just brings socks all the time. She thinks every advent calendar calendar is 24 pairs of socks, and when other people get chocolate (laughs) ones, she's like, you don't have a sock one? I thought that they she's were healthy. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Does um, she know we're in lockdown? Does she uh, can, wait? Can she? Can a one and a half year old speak? Not really. That, no. Okay. But she so, gets okay. it right. Like she understands English. Yes, she does. Understand <laughs> a lot more than we think she can. Like I just I've started bossing. This is so off topic. But anyway, oh, I've just started bossing her around for fun. Like I'll go, Rosa, go to your room and get a book just to see if she understands. And she yes. does. She goes totally in on her knees and comes back with a book. And oh, I'm my like, God. Oh, okay. She understands things. I'm like, come on, come in here and get changed for bed. And then she'll come and, like, stand next to her cot and, like, point at her pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so she does get things, but she has no concept of lockdown. So it's going to be interesting. I, I'm sure they'll learn about it at school. And she was born last year and everyone says 2020 was the worst year ever. She was born just before it in January. She was born around the bushfire time. And I thought that was going to be the worst thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. I was wrong. I mean, they were terrible. But then we went into lockdown on mm. mat leave, which was a whole other thing. So I'll have to tell her what it was like. And she'll probably think it was exciting. But Well, it's weird because they're going to grow up with it. Yes, totally. They'll grow up. And they're going to be, and I was actually going back to disappointments. Yes, good to get a trivial. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone. I've got a sock story. (laughs) Speaking of socks. (laughs) Um, No, I was going to say, and also, I just don't think anyone listening to this podcast expects it to stay on TV. Never, (laughs) never. I don't even know why we name them a topic. I don't even know why we bother doing that. Um, but I was going to say in, in terms of inverted commas, trivial disappointments around COVID, because I don't actually think they're trivial, is um, I was thinking about like young people, like 18 to maybe like early-ish 20s, right? Because I went through my club phase, right? Mm. I went through the bandage dress and the cage heels and they're on and we're going vodka and dancing raspberries. the sexy bitch. Yep. And vod- yeah, vodka Red Bull oh, till vodka like 3 a.m. And then am I dying? palpitations. I was talking about this time that I called, literally called the drug hotline because I'd had too many Red Bulls and I was like, <laughs> I think I'm dying. <laughs> She's like, 
You do that a lot of caffeine. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how much of those... Because I, when I was 18, I was a DJ. Not a good one. Stop. It was very random. I had I had peroxide blonde hair, half pink. Oh I had a God. little CD set. I got paid $25 to do it. I think it's just because, really, this is horrible, objectifying women. But yeah. I think it's because I wore really skimpy clothes to the nightclub. And yeah. we would just, like, dance on the yeah, thing. Like, so they were like, <laughs> pay her 25 bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We used to drink so much Red Bull mm. and or V, whatever. I now <laughs> wouldn't go near it with a 10-foot pole. No, but yeah. it, was, it was cool back then. Yeah. It was. But if I tried it now, I would vomit, I reckon. Yeah. Same. It would, it would bring vomit it all just back. Just about it. Yeah, same. Um, I, was, I need to know, what was like the, the dance floor filler for your DJ time? Um, well, we always started, oh, got it from my mama. Oh, yeah, always. good one. Great song. Great, great. <laughs> Million-year-old song. Yeah. Um, with, with Empire State of Mind, so it was really yes. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> yep. I actually very once was radio in... radio tunes. I was very... I was in New York once. I've, I had the most perfect New York experience, except I think if you weren't me, it was the most annoying New York experience, <laughs> which is that I was my first time overseas. I've gone to New York. Um, we go to this club and then... There's these, like, which is now in hindsight also bad for me because they're mirrored, like mirrored, like above, like, so there was like benches, oh, right? Yeah. And then the, the, the flat bit between two, like, bench sort of things was mirrored and you could stand on it. Well, you weren't supposed to, but I did. And so we got up there and we're dancing. We're like, ah, we're Australian and we're dancing in the club. And then, like, Empire State of Mind comes oh, on no. and we're like screeching it and like pointing at people, like, we're the entertainment, we're not. <laughs> Like, I think all these New Yorkers, it was like a Wednesday night. I think they were just like, can we just have a nice party time? <laughs> Who brought the tourists to the club? <laughs> but, yes, I can attest that Empire State of Mind, dance floor filler. Banger. I agree. Banger. Um, but, yes, I was going to say I feel really bad for young people right now because that is a period of your life. It lasts a few years, right, mm. usually. Like, I think for me it was a few years um, – you know, I could bookmark them by sexy bitch and <laughs> empire state of mind, you know. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw in also, um, what was that one? Um, Kickstarts. Remember that song Kickstarts? It was How by like, it love kickstarts again. It was like, do, 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 do. That must have been the wow. Sydney one. Not I Melbourne. don't know that one. Excuse <laughs> me. That was a great song. <laughs> I'm, no, I need to actually just, I'm what playing year it. What year was this? Speaker. How old Only were you? Only five seconds so that we don't get What, what year did you finish school? Um, no, sh- I'm not telling anyone that. Okay. <laughs> Fucking old. What year okay. was this that you were partying? Um, it would have been, look, I found his song. Because I feel is. like I partied earlier than you because I'm from Newcastle. You don't remember this song? No. Nah. Oh, maybe remember it, but it wasn't like a moment for me. <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like but... <laughs> I peaked early with the partying because I grew up in Newcastle. So I think I was, mine was like Usher's Yeah. That was my party song. Yes. Yes. NERDs, She Wants to Move, mm-hmm. Usher's Yeah. That yeah. was my era. And that was when I, <laughs> then I got out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I became um, a pub gal. But it is, it's an important formative time for young people to go through. They're doing uni by, cor- like by correspondence, yes. by yes. Zoom. They're not like just having these normal social disgusting interactions that are gross yes. but they need to be done you need to I hook know. up with someone on a dance floor in cage heels ideally yeah and then <laughs> regret it for the yes. rest of 
uni because they're in your lecture and you have to look at them. What is this story? Is this I went to uni in Newcastle so everyone knows everyone. Then you'd patch someone and then you'd go to your English lecture on Monday and be like, fuck, I knew he was familiar. He sits across the room. You're there learning about Shakespeare like, oh, fuck. Um, That kind of vibe, that's important. And so many young people are missing out on that. Fucking it's so hard. Like I'm sure they'll get it at some point. Like I do think, like I said, like like I was saying, Laura, I have this whole story that I'm not going to bore you with because every single episode I have to bring it up. Yes, yes. But I, <laughs> I did church for like ten years, so I didn't like start partying till my mid twenties, and so that's I was why our songs don't it. match. That's why the songs don't match. Why you guys don't know what example kickstarts is can somebody who is listening who knows that fucking song did he marry the marry yes um, he married an aussie um erin mcnaught erin mcnaught yeah no wasn't she on she's on sas or ses no erin no it's not erin mcnaught (laughs) maybe another person that is similar to erin mcnaught (laughs) (laughs) because maybe erin mcnaught married that other guy that had the other song that isn't kickstarts but sounds like kickstarts was Erin McNaught on SAS? Or am I thinking of the wrong ones? <laughs> None of us are getting this right. Someone is yelling into We all into went the to the clubs radio. at different times. <laughs> SAS doesn't have anything to do with the clubs. Um, <laughs> oh. But, yes, anyway, sorry for the, the, the most derailed <laughs> combo here. But I was going to say, like, they could come to it. Like, I came to it late and you just make things work but it is a shame like I do miss like I really missed uni life and stuff and so I kind of really really empathize with how that feels that sort of feeling of loss of a period of your life like for me I I've I did my I've done a lot of my traveling I've done a lot of my partying yeah I would have really liked to go to some more parties and I would have loved to do some more travel but I also am very thankful that I did a lot of that Mm. before Mm. COVID happened so I haven't like I've missed things absolutely but not you know not to become the oh but I'm not these people but you know like I I'm I'm I was really thinking about it the other day because we'd had to cancel like an NT trip that we were really looking forward to but I was like but I have done a lot of travel so I am really thankful for that and I do think that that is a good thing to do is is when you are feeling those disappointments is to like it is good to remind yourself of things yes. that you have and yes. not necessarily like my health like literal things like yes you got to have your parties you got to throw up on your shoes and then yeah. clean them the next day you know you got yeah. to like make out with some random person on the dance floor mm-hmm. um you know there's there's so many things that we've gotten to do um that many won't get to do and it can help i think sort of again with perspective but in a bit more of a practical way i suppose yeah no i've been thinking that because there was a rule for a while that women that gave birth couldn't have their partner there for longer Mm -hmm. than six hours, I think it was, after the birth, and then they couldn't come back until it was time for the mother to leave the hospital. And the time that Julian went away from me was the worst time (laughs) of my life. Like I had no (laughs) idea what I was doing. There was Mm. this crying creature and he would just like leave and I would literally be looking at the time like all night because I didn't sleep. And when he came back in that door, it was the best. But I was there for three days. So I was just thinking, how are these women going to do this? Mm. But they've relaxed those rules, I think. But maybe they're changing them again. But I was so grateful that 
I had Rosa when I did because I was able to have him come back and I was able to have a midwife visit and I was able to have a couple of mum's group sessions in person so I didn't have to go straight to Zoom. We ended up doing Mm. Zoom. But just little things like that that I'm like, wow, I really timed that well. I really timed that boning well. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think there's a difference between like feeling grateful, which I think is a good thing, and then kicking yourself when you're down and Mm. making yourself feel bad for feeling feelings. Like you can say like, I'm so super grateful for the fact that, you know, I have a loving partner that I know I want to get married, that I will eventually do that. But then there's a difference between doing that and then being like, oh, I can't feel bad about this because. Mm. 100%. And gratitude doesn't always help. I feel like sometimes mm. you want to throw gratitude in the bin. Like you just, there's some some days that you feel so shit. Yeah. You just, you could, you're not grateful for the sky. You're not grateful for anyone. <laughs> yeah. you, you're just not, you just, you, you can't think of, I think it's, gratitude's good when you're like at, well, this is for my lockdown levels. Super low, gratitude's not going to be helping down there. Mm. But when you're a li- like kind of just a little bit low, then I feel like it helps. One thing that, do you know Hugh Van Kylenberg? He's from the Resilient Resilience Project. Okay. Oh yeah, he's he's fantastic, and he gave us um, a piece of advice. When I say us, we did a podcast interview, yeah. and he gave this. <laughs> he just called me up. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm very well connected. He said, "Laura, I have a sense. I have a sense because I am Mr. Resilience Project." Jesus, <laughs> he just comes along and gifts people with like. Inspiration. This is like what my dream is, but with Brene Brown. Like yeah. I dream that Brene yeah. Brown will just sense that I need her help and call you personally. Love her. Well, he didn't call me personally, but anyway. Um, and when I also find, I don't know if you guys do this, but because Steph and I spend so much time together, I often speak on behalf of both of us mm-hmm. when she's not here. Yeah. So oh, yeah, someone might be like, "Who's us?" Okay, sorry, I. So um, he told me that um, he said, "Think back." to lockdown and something that you did that you would not have been able to do if you weren't in lockdown. Mm. And that I feel like was a nice piece of perspective. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And it could be a deep thing or a small thing, but I feel like if we focus on that, yes, then there might be something coming out of this lockdown too, something that we couldn't, couldn't have done if we weren't in lockdown. I don't know if that helps. No, I actually love that. I feel like my brain was just like flipped over. Yes. (laughs) I feel like you went into my head and like changed some wires in my brain. That's a really, really interesting way of framing it and a really good fucking point. I think it's better when Hugh delivers it. He has no, a really I deep liked voice. It. I don't need Hugh. You're, you're my Jesus. You're my Brene Brown. <laughs> but it's true. Like I don't. Do you feel like because like now we get this walk slash run slash whatever you want to <laughs> do with my silly little outside. walk. Yeah, but like I never appreciated wandering around Mm. my area like I do now that it's the only kind of outdoors time that I really get like I didn't I know it sounds dumb but it's like I didn't look at like like I went for a walk today and it's a beautiful like Sydney's coming into spring weather it was really beautiful and I walked past like this beautiful tree and it makes me sound so wishy-washy but like this really beautiful tree and the sun was just hitting it right and I was like wow that's really pretty I sound like Catherine she's like and I just want to say to all of these people but I don't know that's beautiful (laughs) but you know like things like that that I just think I and I, I did think find this last lockdown it does slow you down and mm. I think there is beauty in that because I move at a really fast pace and often I think that works for me but then I can get to this too fast a pace where I'm not noticing like the good stuff that's around me I'm not noticing my surroundings I'm not very mindful 
And so, yeah, that is really, like, nice. Like, it's a nice way to frame it to kind of, like, change the way that your perspective on, yeah, what's going on like right what, now. Almost like what COVID and the lockdown has given you rather than what it's mm. taken away, mm. which is really interesting Whoa. and deep. <laughs> like, last yeah. year I watched all of the X-Files again. I wouldn't have been able to do <laughs> <Amazing>. that. <laughs> Huge win. Huge win for Josie. <laughs> She's so well-versed. When there's an X-Files, like, trivia night coming up, you want to smoke uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody please organise one for post-lockdown so I can win a bottle of wine or whatever the fuck you win. What do you win? Like, credit for the bar. Meat trays? No. Meat tray? I wish meat. it was a meat. <laughs> I'm not sure. Have you guys been doing Zoom trivia? I feel like we did it last year. We went so hard on it mm-hmm. in lockdown last mm-hmm. year in Melbourne. And then I was like, if I ever have to do yes, Zoom I'm trivia again, I'm, I just can't. I can't. I will never do me. it again. I'm yeah. the same with Zoom drinks. I had like, yes. I've had one Zoom drink and I tolerated it because yes. I really wanted to see the people that I would see um, who I hadn't seen. And one of my friends is living in the Snowy Mountains which is, it sounds like a really weird place, to, but her partner is like a ski The man. man from Snowy River. That's her partner. Her partner is the man from Snowy River. Um, and so it, I really haven't seen her fate, so it was mm. nice to see everybody. Yes, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I hate them. And also because I think I'm on Zoom so much for work. Yeah, like, yes, like, just I don't want to be on here anymore. I want to go stare at my beautiful tree. Yeah. And only one person can talk at the same time. Stop. Like, when would you ever be in a group conversation with 15 yeah. people and yeah. only one person <laughs> speaks at once? Turn. Like, it's just like, and yeah. then the pausing and the, it's really hard. And I feel like that may, and I know people, some people say like, a lot of people say, connect with people via Zoom and do those things. But I just want to say it doesn't work for everyone. Mm. No. It didn't really work for me last year. But FaceTime's nice, just with one person. Yeah, one person. <laughs> Finding, like, one or new two. ways to cope, hey. Like, I yeah. found this time around, it's just been such a different experience. Um, and one of the ways I've been coping, which I, now doesn't really work but was really working, was, like, going and collecting my parents' dog and just having her for a few days, Aww. even though she, like, destroys the fucking house. And, like, <laughs> last night I can't. I swear to God, I just need to tell this one story. Last night, (laughs) so she's sleeping like an angel. Like, she's three, okay? So, like, three years old, she shouldn't be past this at this point. She's sleeping like an angel, like, exhausted. We'd taken her for a big walk, whatever, she's sleeping. And then I get on, like, FaceTime for my Love Island chat, which is every night at 6 (laughs) p.m., except Mondays, (laughs) which is why we're doing this now. Yeah, I'm doing it now so I can watch Survivor at 7.30. Exactly. (laughs) Reality TV, mate. (laughs) Rules my life. (laughs) But I'm doing my FaceTime chat, so I'm talking. And she obviously can't hear the other side, but she can hear me talking. And then she just Mm. goes, like, wild, like a wild dog. (laughs) Starts humping all the different cushions, like going from cushion to cushion, (laughs) humping them for some reason. A real Love Island vibe from her. A real Love Island energy. (laughs) I'm like... God, like, was going into rooms and then bringing something out that she knew oh, she wasn't allowed, like God. socks or something, yeah. and just parading it past <laughs> me. Like, she knew, like, I'd have to come and get it. <sighs> anyway, but, yes, it's been really nice to go get her to have, like, a bit of puppy time. Uh, and, like, I'll just go collect her from my parents and they'll just, like, let her out. Like, I don't have to actually be physically near them to get her. Um, but things like that where I, last year she was just with me. But this year, like, I was like, I really miss something. What is it? And it's like, oh, like, normally I see Millie, like, once a week minimum. So mm-hmm. that's been nice. But, yes, um, on that note of Millie, <laughs> of Millie humping pillows, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast, Laura. It's been so nice. Thanks, no Laura. problem. Nice to chat to you. Thank you for brightening my Monday 
night in lockdown. Oh, actually, what day does this come out? I've done it again. A I Monday, next where... Monday. Oh, okay, fantastic. <laughs> so you timed that perfectly. So perfect. Okay, perfect context. Everyone will feel really relaxed and not like at all weirded out by that. It's just perfect. I really hope you get to get married at some point. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be fine. It, you know, whatever. It'll be what it'll be. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.